Hey, party people. Great to see you. You're looking great. I'm certain that I also just started the show with that, so good job on the intro there, Ham Banan. Uh, okay, today we're talking about kind of deja vu, but more than anything, just feelings. I know, one of my favorite topics, and definitely one of my favorite topics because I really made myself not feel for a good portion of my adulthood. It was just safer there without. So I don't want any of us to do that same thing. You know, I was just an addict of toxic positivity. (laughs) I think it came from my athletic upbringing, but I'm guessing it also came from my home and it's dangerous. Right? It seems so wonderful because people are like, oh my gosh, you're so positive. How do you do it? You're so optimistic. How do you do it? Right? And that's good because I still am that person. I can still turn things around on a dime. But it's not good when that's the only emotion we deem good. And we don't allow anything else in. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive into that, (laughs) shall we? (laughs) Let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Nuss. Uh, The Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place. And alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and, um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. Hey, yeah. What's up? Great to see you. I am going to go ahead and dive into our great things. Our great things are where we practice, saying how amazing we are. Why? Uh, hmm, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, wait, because you're amazing and we need to talk about it. Let's have a conversation, a real conversation, a daily conversation. And even if you don't say it out loud, let's write it down. Let's get used to celebrating how amazing you are and watching amazingness flow right through your front door when you begin to make a habit of this. Okay, let's do it. Groundness, greatness, greatness, grounding. Okay. Um, My great thing is 
I think two things, but I will focus on, okay, I'll focus on both. So we've been doing this show for a while and at, for a while, almost three years. And at the beginning, I remember like chasing hard. Okay. Like, oh my gosh. And like trying to make all these things happen. And even into like last year around this exact time, like let's make things happen. Come on. We got to figure out how to do this. And the beginning of January this year, I agreed to not ask for things and just like let them flow, let things flow in. And, um, you know, and ask where it made sense. And does it make sense for Hannah to be pitching and going crazy and like using a lot of that energy on that? Or does it make more sense? And have I seen proof of things that are meant for me just flowing easily to me and me not really having to chase and fight and claw my way there? Like they happen. And that's not to say that those things are never going to be required, right? But like, doors open that are meant to open. So it really doesn't have to be like that. And so for a long time, I always envisioned like, oh, I'll have show sponsors and I'll have people who like want to support my audience with products and things that make sense for what we're talking about. And so probably, uh, probably two months ago, I had a, um, potential sponsor reach out and they talked to me about their product and I agreed to look at it because it was definitely something that I was looking at right in that current moment. And, um, I told them that I would test it for a month. And if I liked it, I'd get back to them and have further meetings about how we start to, to promote their product to benefit my audience if it makes sense. And so I started using it in our day to day. I, um, tried it out and loved it. Um, which is really cool because I think, you know, in order for something to work like this, you would have to actually like the product. And surprisingly, I just hadn't done much research on what was out there for this. I had used, one app and I just thought it was okay. Didn't use it a whole lot and then utilize this one. And I felt like it was really amazing. So I'm really excited to roll that out within the next week. Hopefully we're just cleaning up specific details and landing pages and all of that stuff. But eventually, eventually this week we'll be adding our first show sponsor, um, which will, this is the cooler part, It is a meditation mindful app. What I really like about it is that it even has focus settings for like, if you want creative focus, if you want just like it has all these different things and it's scientifically based on like your actual brainwaves and how they react to the specific music that they create, Um, which is amazing for me because I'll go into these patterns where I just really need to sit down and focus and you know, just throwing on YouTube music isn't always something that serves me, right? Because my brain, my ADHD brain tends to just wander along with the music. Whereas this music is meant to be like, 
white noise that flows into your ears and creates enough noise that you aren't distracted by silence, which is a whole different level of, you know, distraction. And so (laughs) I really have been loving it. I've been implementing it into all of the work that I'm doing and a lot of the creative focus work that I'm doing. So, um, yes, I'll be really excited. What's great about this um, sponsorship is that it actually gets my listeners, all of my listeners, a 20% discount on um, the app, which is super cool and exclusive to this show. So just excited because this is something that would have helped me to get into a meditative state, to get into a creative focus state faster. And I wish that I had had it earlier. So I'm excited to have something like that for listeners if they're searching for that um, realm of focus. I'm excited to be able to give this to you as an option. And again, you know, like this just flowed. They found my show um, on the podcast app and reached out to me about this opportunity. And then we've been working through what that would look like for the last two months. So excited to bring that to you, hoping to have that to this week. And also we're going to start kicking off our next bonus episode, um, which I think will be Change the World Wednesdays, Um, which will feature products and ideas that are changing the world, that are going to shape and change the way that the world is operating right now. And obviously that's a huge focus on that show. That's, this is how we close out every show. So that's one of my great things. We're going to have a show sponsor pretty soon this week, hopefully. And that gets you 20% off of that app exclusive to this show. And I'm excited for all of you to use that app because I've seen major differences, not only in my work, focus, meditation, all of those things, but also in like the calm down of going to bed. We'll start playing it at nighttime to relax. And actually my kids and my husband all commented on how it just brought their frequency down for the night and they felt better. And we have been playing it in the mornings too, when we're getting ready, which is usually a high, uh, temperament morning. It could go really well, or it could go completely down. And it has definitely leveled off, um, the behaviors in the morning, which has been wonderful. So those are just some of the things that I've seen from the app. Selfishly, I've been using it for myself, but then I started using it with my family and beyond, and it's been doing amazing things. And it's all because it's so science-based, like they're looking into your brain as they're playing this music and figuring out what they need to play in order to activate this piece of your mind. Come on. You know I love how the brain works, so you know that this is like a match made in heaven. Okay, so excited to bring that to you. Then the second thing is, we finally, we, me, finally put up a book landing page. So I've been mooling over for a very long time. And actually, I wanted to start off writing a book um, when I started this adventure four years ago. I knew that I always wanted to write a book. And so, you know, 
figuring out what you're going to write a book on would be a really great idea. And I didn't know what, and I figured if I just started writing, well, writing didn't really stick, but talking always did. And so we finally just settled on doing this podcast because it was the only thing that I could do consistently. And now we figured out that it makes sense to write books based on the seasons of this podcast. And so I am going into round one of bringing this book to life. I will um, be writing throughout this summer. And the goal um, through workshops, through all kinds of things, the goal really is to have a book out into this world by 2022. So that is the goal. I'm feeling amazing about that. So you can go ahead and head over to that landing page. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes for you, but you can head over to that landing page and make sure that you get on the list so you get updated. I will probably update on this show, but not in as probably real time as what an email would be and definitely not as in depth of like, hey, books coming. Hey, can you shoot us some information? Hey, we are trying to bounce these ideas off of people. If you want to be a part of bringing that book to life, then definitely go check out the link in the show notes um, because I want you to be a part of it too. Like we can all birth this book. It will be all of us. This will not be Hannah's book. It will be like Hannah and all the people. So check that out. Become a part of that list. That was one of the greatest things was just throwing that book cover together Um, that will not be the final book cover. Don't worry. (laughs) Just throwing it together and making it a real thing because that's how this stuff happens. You make something, you create, you don't consume, you create. So we're creating, we are creating the first book that goes with this series, the first book that I will author. And I am very excited to be moving into kind of this test phase of what we even want in this book. Come on amazing. So those are my great things kind of all rolled up into one. So go ahead and recognize yourself for your own greatness. I will tell you it gets easier over time because it snowballs. You're going to start off just being grateful that you took a shower. And there are still days where I'm grateful that I took a shower. Yesterday it was like, holy crap. (laughs) I just took a shower on a Sunday for no good reason. Go girl, it's your birthday. Go girl, it's your birthday. Uh, uh, uh. Yes. See, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how small, how big, like that greatness snowballs. So go ahead. Start your day with it. Try it. See if you glow different after. Okay. So today I wanted to talk about deja vu. And this happens to me a lot. Okay. And there are like higher level spiritual reasons for deja vu. So I'm not going to get into explaining that. Although I think I may have found someone who can explain this a little bit better than me. And I am going to probably have them on this podcast, but deja vu. And this has been the shift for me in deja vu. I used to have these moments all the time. I've had them since I was little. There is no question. And I can remember having them. And I have them even more frequently now um, that we sort of went through some spiritual 
things. I have them even more frequently. This is how they've changed though. Okay. So probably about a year ago, I remember I used to just be able to have deja vu and remember the, the thing, whatever it was, I could remember the vision of it. And I come back and now it's like I've added senses to it. And now I can actually feel the energy in my body being the same at that moment. And so that sounds like a weird thing to say, but this is the shift. Okay. So I'll be sitting, I'll have this feeling of deja vu, and then I'll actually like sink back into my energetic feeling of what that was. And so it'll be like, yes, I remember all of these things. And I also remember like what I was feeling was a feeling calm and collected and just really happy and full and excited for life. Like what was that feeling for me? More than just what was the picture? What was the vision? What was happening? More than just that. And it used to just be that. And uh, I think it was like August of last year, I had had this deja vu moment. And I remember telling my coworker, um, when I had this dream, I remember telling her and I'd probably had it about January or February of 20. 20. And I was sitting on the couch and my kids were playing in the playroom and it was hot and it was summer. And I remember telling her that I felt like I had left my job and I wasn't working, but I just felt good. Like I was watching the girls, we were hanging out and I didn't feel nervous at all in this vision. And so I remember telling her, like, I think it's all going to be okay. And that was when I was mewling over, like, are we staying? Are we going? What the heck is happening with this coronavirus thing? Like, I don't even understand. And, (laughs) and I remember having that and telling her and just being like, so I think, I think we, I think that, that it's all going to be okay. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what's going to happen, but I see myself seeing myself being home and feeling okay about it. And literally that played out like step by step, the exact spot that I'm sitting in at about August of 2020. And I remember like texting my work friend and being like, remember when I told you that? And nobody ever remembers, right? Because nobody really cares about your deja vu or your dreams. And honestly, nobody really cares about what you're saying anyway. Seriously, nobody remembers. Nobody remembers you. That's why it's okay to just run freely into your freak flag and just go. Like nobody really cares. Nobody, nobody at all. You can keep telling yourself that they do. They don't. I know it's a hard pill for me to swallow too, because sometimes I'm like, no, I swear they do. I swear they're talking. They probably are, but they probably only care for two seconds. And even if they care for longer than that, I don't know, maybe they talk about it drunkenly at a party. Cool. Great. It'll be okay. This too shall pass. 
Okay, so <laughs> she doesn't remember, but that's okay because that was the first vision that I remember. I could remember the feeling that I felt more than just the physical vision, right? And so now every time I get the vision and the feeling. And so when I was sitting yesterday and I had this deja vu moment, I was just like, oh, this is still that feeling of calm. This is still that feeling of knowing and just lightness, right? Like the lightness of knowing that you're headed in the right direction, the lightness of knowing that you're in the right place at the right time, just the lightness is how I can best describe it of like there used to just be this heaviness that followed me around and it would get lighter at times, but it wasn't a consistent lightness. And now, you know, this will be the first, these will be the first two months where really there wasn't a low and maybe I need to go back and check the tapes. Maybe there was, but like definitely more highs than lows. And that feels awesome. And now we're even moving into like last time I remember struggling so much with falling into the lows and now we're moving out into this world and I'm meeting new people and we're finding a new network of people who can support where I'm headed. And that feels awesome. Right. Whereas last year it felt super scary. So it was like, I just don't know enough. I don't know about this person. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't want to be gross. I don't want to be this. I don't want to be this. I do want to be this. I don't know how to be this. I do want to do this. I right fill in the blank. It was like such a high and low and sticky and scary process. Like I didn't even know how to react or behave. And so what a blessing, honestly. Um, COVID was not a blessing, but for me personally, it was amazing because it didn't allow me to run as fast as I wanted to in that moment. Like I, I wanted to sprint, but I had people, like I, I had to be home with the girls. I had to help out and manage our life. I had to do X, Y, and Z. I had to not go to meetings because they weren't even happening. And so like, I couldn't even speak to the craziness and the hunger that I had going on right then and there. And the few moments that I could, that I did get out, that I did go do something, I wasn't the strongest version of myself, but I also figured out things that I didn't want to do. And because of the world just being in such a flux, it really just gave me this pure, beautiful opportunity to sink into self, to go out and try things slowly, to come home and reflect for weeks on end. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't reflection as much as it was just like insanity, but whatever, right? Like that time was so beautiful and important. And I would not be in the place where I am right now had that not 
all happened. And it was tragic and terrible. And I don't wish that we go through it ever again. But for me, it was necessary. So necessary. And so much of that has been this. And it's so funny because this was like, okay, so we had sort of come up. I remember telling my husband like, dude, dude, we're going to get there. We're so close. I can feel it. We need to go do this. We need to go. And some of you who listen a lot probably remember that moment. And I'm like, it's just going to blow up. Like I'm so ready. And I felt like I was so ready. And we like, we did nothing essentially. And I left the house maybe one time and came down with COVID and it completely put the brakes on all of this like engine fire that I was rolling, that I was ready, that I was so sure of what we were going to do. And it was just like, no, you're not. And then that rolled into sort of me landing this um, full-time position that I could work from home, which was perfect timing because honestly, I was just like, I don't know how to make all of this work. I, I know that I could do this, but I think had I ventured into that and not taken this full-time job that was just work from home, that was pretty flexible. Had I ventured into that, I think I would have went in the wrong direction if I think about what I would have been doing right then. And so that's, what's amazing. Like the world is is opening up for you more than you even realize. (laughs) And it seems like it's closing, right? Everybody would be like, oh my gosh, yikes. You were ready to go and then the world told you, no, here's COVID, sit for three weeks and just be exhausted. Yeah, because it was like, girl, you're not ready to run. And that was when I had this like major spiritual breakthrough that I can't even, I can't even really put into words. And I was thinking about that this morning because I'm reading this new book called The Energy Codes. And in that book, she's describing similar experiences to what mine was. And so that's just really amazing to hear um, (laughs) that I'm not alone and that I'm not I didn't just dream all of that up. It's a real thing and real people experience it. Anyways, she was explaining that in this book and I had realized that you you don't know when it's going to happen or what it's going to be. And I think a lot of people like plan for this spiritual awakening and they're like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the yoga and I'm going to do the meditation and you should do all of those things. But I would say, don't go at it with that intention. Hmm. And that's kind of hard, right? Go at it with the intention of silence, with the intention of centering and balance. And you'll find the spiritual awakening as a result if and when you focus on those things. And I wouldn't even say that they need to be a focus, um, but the awakening kind of comes as a byproduct. But a lot of people search for the awakening versus the other, the intention. Um, and I think they probably fall short and feel very disappointed because I don't think it happens that way. And I think 
think you find it when you're supposed to, which means you don't have to look for it. It's going to find you. I know. We're like gone off the deep end here. Hippie level, right? Yeah. You guys, I can't even explain to you how amazing it feels to be this person. To be in this place, this like euphoric existence where I know we're still even struggling when we go out into the world, but I can feel myself getting stronger every time that I test it. Every time that I get a better understanding of who it is, who I am and how I want to show up. Every time that I go out, right, I'm experimenting with that. I'm seeing what that looks like and I can feel myself growing stronger. And I can feel myself showing up as more of the percentage of that person. And I hope other people can feel it too. And I feel like they can. It's just hitting, it hits different. Um, But I'm not perfect at it either. You know this, you've been here a while now, you know. Um, But I think the biggest thing is that feeling. And this idea that it's not always light and happy, but that can always be the end result. As long as we're willing to fully feel all of those emotions. And I know that that's really scary. And I know that like, even if you have a deja vu moment, those aren't always bright, happy, wonderful moments either, but they belong in the spectrum as well. And what's most important here is that we're actually feeling something. We have to unlock ourselves to that reality as well. And as someone who's a recovering addict of feeling nothing, like that was the preferable state, so it was just easier. Um, As an addict to toxic positivity and the negative results of that, um, (laughs) I can tell you feeling works. One, allowing yourself to feel. Two, letting it all the way in, like all the way in, like deep feel. If you need to cry for three days, you cry for three days. We do not suck it up. We do not get over it. We take the time necessary to fully feel. Okay? And three, We appreciate feelings. We appreciate them because they guide us where we're supposed to go, right? I can feel disappointed that I didn't get off to the running start that I wanted to. And now, right, now that we're on the second attempt at a running start, right, I know what that feels like. I remember what it feels like to come up short. I remember having to give in. I remember not pushing and figuring it out. 
I remember what that feels like. I remember that feeling of disappointment just sitting in my stomach all the time, just barreling up all of these like circling emotions in my stomach, in my head, in my body. I couldn't even sit still. I was so disappointed in myself. Right? I just wanted to do it. I wanted to show everybody. I wanted to show myself. I wanted to be this person who could just figure this out right away. And I wasn't. And I can't even tell you right now, even as we're starting to run again, even as we're working into, right, what will be. Maybe we come up short again. Maybe we have to fall back into silence again. I don't know, but I'm not fearing that. Right? Because I remember what it feels like to feel that disappointed in myself. I remember what it feels like to give in because I let myself feel that. I can actually remember that feeling. And so today, being able to tap into those feelings and even on a deeper spiritual level is is important because it can help guide us to those better decisions, to that higher level of understanding what's right, what's wrong, what's just timely. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at The Death of a Dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there. And then Hannah Ness on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website if you feel like it. There are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast, um, and you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me. Let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.